0: no quote available podcast host
1: he's kind of crazy she's a little insane
0: seppy verdi he really
1: messes with his brain what is
0: is the daughter of divorced parents the earth is dead
1: that's why it's so oh, oh, messed up in the head it's a
0: twilight arby's play cat Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Silver... Nope, 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 we are not the... Wait, oh, no, and we were not the... Okay, I guess we can't do that. We can't, we can't. Um, Let's see. All right. We are bringing down... Hi. Hi, everybody. This is the... Uh, what's it called? Twilight Irby's Playcast. I'm your host, Jamie Ward, and this is the only podcast that I know that's solely devoted to talking about Twilight... The books, Twilight the movies, and twilight and arby's the restaurant um let's check this out hey how do i sound right now do you guys like that do you like this do you like this 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 that you probably don't like this one right actually this one technically this one should be the clearest and how about that do you like that do you like that this is the classic podcast Wait, no, 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 no. Do I have that wrong? Do I have that wrong? Do I have that wrong? Yes. Hi. This is what everybody, everybody else that podcasts, podcasts on this mic. But we have all the mics going tonight, and we are doing a shootout, even though that really doesn't have anything to do with Twilight the Movies, Twilight the Movies, Twilight the Books, or Arby's The Restaurant, but we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um... So, I think, definitely, uh, we'll be going back and forth throughout the course of the evening, and this is, um, this is LAV 1. So, let me know, uh, if you like us to record this way. I don't think, I don't think we like recording this way, because this definitely doesn't sound, this is the greatest sound, uh, but it, it works, um... Hopefully you're enjoying, enjoying anyway, thanks for tuning in. Oh no, I forgot to I forgot to check in with y'all because y'all don't even know what you are listening to right now. I I should tell you what you were listening to, because it is very exciting. It is a very exciting episode that you have tuned in to this week. Uh, this is our very first episode of the Twilight Podcast. The Twilight Arby's podcast. And oh my goodness, Oh my goodness, what a very special episode. This is the first 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 episode, first episode of all of them. 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 Of all of them. <laughs> I, keep I keep, I am recording. I keep recording uh, first episode of all of them, and the reason that I am repeating myself is because that I am recording on four four different mics right now. I've got uh, oh, two wow. boom mics, uh, uh, wireless, and then the podcasting mic. Like I said, everybody likes this this podcasting mic, but we're gonna change it because there we there we are. All right, there. That's that. I think this is the one that's giving us the best sound right now. For this podcast um it definitely cuts out the most it's the most directional right you guys can hear what i'm saying and you hear the least amount of other noise from around the room but so this this is what we got going on right now um Anyway, yes, this is a podcast solely devoted to... Oh, oh, I forgot to tell you. I was telling you all this why this is such an exciting episode. Yes, this is an extremely exciting episode. Last week, we had a really, really bad episode. It was too busy to get an episode recorded, but also uh, my computer was in the shop. So we basically just did a 14-second episode, and the week before that was a 47, 57-minute episode. Uh, this week, who knows what we're doing. But we but the fact that we were recording on four different mics at the same time should mean that we only have to do a 15 minute episode and then we'll have done an hour's worth of content, right? Because you could listen to it on each of the mics and make a decision about which one you think sounds the best. I'm curious if in fact, we, when as we do this, if um, if uh, you will be able to tell, which, which one, in fact, is the best. I know there, there's a lot of YouTube channels that do different kinds of microphone tests against one another. Um, we're getting a weird echoey sound when we play all the different ones together, but let's, let's, let's do this for a while. Okay, we're back. Now, right now, I'm on the wireless, and I'm on the shotgun mic that we would film, we'd film outside. All right, so this would be a mic that would be used in an untreated, uh, no, in a treated, sound treated room. We're not in a sound treated room, so you're probably getting a little bit of noise bouncing back from the desk, from the computer, maybe even from me. We'll try, let's, let's try an experiment. This one this one should be really good and clean this is this is the one recommended for inside dialogue now I think I actually like this one better than this is the most important uh, test we've've we've, I've decided that I like the uh, the big boom the outside one overall because while it might not give me the best sound for what we are doing it gives it gives me the most isolated sound for what i'm doing this one that i am playing right now that i am on this is the uh and we'll go over this the um the box says legendary the legendary Shure sm7b which is if you've ever watched uh youtube or a tiktok you'll see all the podcasters that do video clips of their podcasts use this one. And in fact, uh, it is the mic that I used for a very long time back when this was a hundred parts of different podcasts or such. Now, one of the things that I learned, and I think I might have shared this with you on a recent podcast, was in fact this mic is actually becoming a prop more and more for videographers that are familiar with the fact that it is, um, it is sort of a filtered mic. And when I say that, that listen, play, listening listening through this one makes everybody sound better than they deserve to be, but it's not necessarily the best sound. So let's go back to this one. Let me know, this one is actually the one that I enjoy the best for the sound. That makes it makes it sound um, accurate. All right. So, like I said, this one, this one, when we do this one, this one sounds good, but it, but it also is probably not a true reflection of what I actually sound like. It is uh, much more. Um, I don't know all the, the sound words.
1: Make I, them up.
0: I. Uh, Just, how does it feel? To the you? the blimpiness of the sub soundering on this no. mic is definitely not as yeah, lucent as, as the yeah. the meta verbiage from the hypercardioid that is I would
1: say that you sound beefy.
0: Beefy. This which <laughs> and you know you know maybe that makes it the most appropriate mic for the ooh for the Twilight Arby's podcast. And, um, ham, oh, ham, you know, ham, what? ham, ham, ham. I'm disappointed. Oh, I so
1: close. Ham
0: was first up. I, I'm actually disappointed because I think they actually have a breakfast that I have n- literally never tried. And I think while we went out this morning to get a breakfast, um, try, and, and, and our intent was to get something that we hadn't tried before, like that we weren't as familiar with breakfast wise, um, I should have i should have checked to see if arby's had uh the breakfast they don't do breakfast at all three the oranges. Well, three oranges that's us playing uh our Hog coupon socks. slots for uh we get little little discounts uh little rewards every time we scan receipts sometimes into in our app oh we are not apples. triple apples and Go we're, Not endorsing this at all, but it is something we definitely use. However, HogSlots, if you wanted to sponsor a podcast, uh, you couldn't do worse with this one. Maybe you could give us like five (laughs) bonus points a week, which had a monetary value of almost nothing. And then, okay, so this, this is what I should be using. This is what I enjoy using. This is what I should be using... This is what I enjoy using. And I think I think the big lesson is you gotta do what you enjoy doing. You're not gonna do a podcast which, which if you don't that? enjoy doing it which at all. Which one is that? Right. What? So I believe this one is that one, which is an outside
1: Yes. Outside mic. Now also I would like to note that your voice you would like try saying the same sentence.
0: Hello everybody. Welcome to the Twilight Arby's podcast. Hello everybody. Welcome to the Twilight Arby's podcast.
1: Your physical voice also Hello
0: changes. everybody. Welcome to the Twilight Arby's podcast.
1: And that's a good thing because you can hear yourself, right?
0: Hello everybody. Welcome to the Twilight Arby's podcast. So you're saying I I perform differently when I hear and it's and, yes. and I because I, I do but Keep that, the monitors up high enough so that, that I can hear myself. That is
1: whatever you feel the most comfortable with. Then, Which it is. microphone. Yeah. So if you feel comfortable with this one, you talk the most naturally. Uh,
0: and and I think that what part of see? that is because it is out of my face too. Um, yeah. I think when I have this one,
1: you do want to grab right in
0: there. You start like every. Uh, you see most. They don't have to depending on whether people have the game turned up on these a lot. But a lot of people talk very close to this one. Yeah. um or they but put it right maybe up we under
1: themselves like it or like how their faces are directed. they do
0: pretty good they have them up to zi- and also oh, they I, have the I arm, though. but I don't have also uh this one usually has the uh, cloud lifter on it I did not oh. put that on it today so it's not as sensitive that and that was one of Does the things I wanted to, to what's that it oh it's pep- right here uh it was just maybe i've already the
1: channel
0: i've already whipped out four xlr cables to do a podcast yeah, already you I, uh, you're right you're right so oh, wait I should did. we take a break and then come back in a couple minutes where we're giving this the full thing i don't know maybe that's a good idea uh I mean, that's a great idea. stand stand by <laughs> testing 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 hello okay that one works fine this one works just fine without
1: what was it was it because I walked
0: over here? I don't know. Uh, I can only imagine that this is a sound engineer's uh, nightmare for me to have four different sources all like... Uh, let's go. I wanted to put the Blue Yeti too, but that only has a USB. I don't I have a USB 2.
1: Yeah, oh, I mean, let's think see. Think about how, they, how
0: they, uh, they mic drums. No, I'm, I actually, I'm, I'm, so I'm saying, like, somebody that knows this stuff Absolutely, probably should like know what to do appropriately for this. Me personally, um, I'm not at that stage yet, but maybe, maybe I'll get there one day. Do we have any USB? No, all right, never mind. Um, so. So let's see. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm sure that it had uh, something to do with the fact that. Oh, no, because now, now this one sounds fantastic. This one is picking up way, way more. Um, ooh, almost too much. Too much there. So. Good. That. Um... Yes, so now we have that mic back up let's do the first couple minutes on wireless because that's what i want to talk about this week and um we're all excited okay so this this is a wireless system that i got and let me actually try this without the lav mic hello How? okay so you actually sound a little bit better with that that is um hmm. Do you sound better? Let me see. Do you sound better? Do you sound better? Well, you sound... Hello. This is a test of this. I'm sorry. I your, your podcast listening experience has become my experimenting that I should have done for work that doesn't exist, but I'm trying. In, in my head, I am becoming a sound expert, even though I don't need to be or any thing. Yeah, you do. Okay, so here's the sound when we're talking into the lav mic. Here is the sound talking into the transmitter on its own. There is a lot more... um, I guess that's probably like it, it, an echo or something. But anyway, it sounds pretty decent. Good enough. That's the thing, right? Honestly, so that's what I've honestly learned about all of this sound and video technology. You can get the greatest stuff. You can follow all the technical specs you need to. If the audience likes it, they're ultimately the judge of whether you did a good job or not. So ultimately, it doesn't matter. um, It doesn't matter whether you are technically doing what your peers in the industry think are okay. Because when you create media, it's really a communication between you and the audience Mm -hmm. and other artists will always have opinions on how you're arting but their opinion is really the least important of all of those opinions out there hey
1: may i chime in on
0: that please chime in on that i think that is something that i would love for me to believe and you to believe
1: (laughs) no okay so i it that kind of ties into something i went down a rabbit hole earlier um I spoke with a friend of mine about like what the pop culture reference or not reference but like when in pop music today why there is certain vowel sounds or like they instead of saying a D they say a J kind of sound that kind of thing so he's like man I just can't stand the way that they're like dictating certain words or they're pronouncing certain words or whatever so um I gave like my off the cuff kind of thing mm-hmm. but um That sparked another thing where people today, I guess like artists today, are emulating too much. They're not actually being themselves, they're trying to emulate and then they're working into being themselves, Um, much how maybe I did with cover, you know, being in cover bands and stuff like that. You know, you kind of find your own voice when you're singing the same songs over and over again. But when people go in and they're writing stuff, they're writing in the styles of somebody else where mm-hmm. they're all just emulating each other. So everything is just getting homogenous, that is,
0: that is the truth, I think. There's
1: a lot more deep dive into that, but I don't want to Well, there's, um, back into it. Ah! There's some darkness well, to it, too. What's
0: <laughs> interesting, you'll just say that, I think most people, uh, they're... they're Artists, I my personal atten, uh, opinion is that people need to be okay copying for the beginning of their career. Uh, people, in from my perspective and from my journey, what I've seen is that people are, are far too eager to create something unique off the uh, at the beginning, and they never learn the craft or their tools. They learn them while trying uh there this this can go back to my guitar lessons i didn't want to play row 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 your boat i did not want to play twinkle twinkle little star and so i had a very hard time trying to create my own music from the beginning when i absolutely refused to do the thing that many many people have learned uh, which is learning to crawl before you walk and learning to walk before you run. There is the random, random people that are virtuosos and they are the ones that throw everybody off because we always look at them as the example instead of the exception. When 90, like here's the funny thing, right? Artists are 10% of the population and then 1% of that population is the virtuosos and the geniuses that can do these things instinctually. 99.9% of the rest of us have to work, have to learn, and have to evolve to begin to be the people that we want to and the artists that we want to. Um, A lot of, and a lot of artists are just afraid to spend time learning how to make art instead of making art. Uh, pop is a very interesting realm because that rewards mimicry much faster than uh, other, other genres sometimes. In fact, because I mean the word comes from popular and that is the kind of thing where you almost have a different goal. The word literally is popularity, popular popular music, popular comedy. I would love stand-up comedy to be to be defined into different genres because I think that would ultimately be helpful for people finding the kind of comedy that they enjoy and not lumping it all together as stand-up, right? Let's take a terrible example. Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham plays music. Most of his comedy is musical. He does do some Uh, storytelling some one-liners and the such but uh, i think he's best known for music and music uh musical comedy right uh people have been introduced to him as their introduction to stand-ups in the same way that jeff dunham is a ventriloquist and that is that is um neither one of these are representative of what I think of stand-up comedy and even what I think of stand-up comedy is not representative of what all of stand-up comedy is because I look to much more the one-liner comics of yesteryear um Henny Youngman, Rodney Dangerfield uh Catskill comedy that's comedy very much to me Even, even people I love like george carlin and bill hicks uh stretch what i have to define as stand-up comedy mm-hmm. into something else and that's why i think that it would be very helpful if there was genres that were were more popularly associated and referenced so people and and there, it's kind of emerging you have political comics you have comics like uh john stewart and john oliver and Stephen Colbert, who you, um, but I would say the, the labels of calling them political comment, comics is really more uh, uh, labeling the content of their material, the subjects that that stuff covers, when genre uh, in music, now this is an interesting thing too, because it, it can I think you have two things. You have the style and you have the substance. And I'm not going to get into a, a conversation about which one is better or more important, but, but I think it is important to understand these two very uh, different aspects of things that are created, right? So when you're talking about a musical genre, you might be talking about The uh, things that contribute to creating the genre are the instruments that are used. Some of the different rhythms and and bass lines and and the different uh, beats, like the, the musical patterns. Those all contribute to creating a genre. But then you also do have the subject matter. Which is definitely something that I think feeds feeds into creating a musical genre. Um, one of the the things I think you can look at, like from the '80s and '90s, the emergence of gangster rap is sort of like a subgenre of rap. Rap being spoken word over music, right? But then you can say, gangster rap, gangster rap, uh, is much more is not just uh, the the instrumentation of it, um, but it also dealt with themes of the lives of people that were making this kind of music at the time. Similarly, and I've always said that there is there is a lot more relation closer relation between rap and country music than i think people think of the the irony being sort of that like you think of those as the opposing demographics in american culture and yet the pieces that make that both make country music and rap music let's say hip-hop music what they are are very similar you have you have themes where if you take away the slang and the vernacular from both of those music genres, then you actually have very, very similar themes in the subject matter and perspective of the artists. Right? So let's let's say right now we are on wireless. 1 We are on boom 1. We are on boom 2. We are on pod mic. We are on wireless. Hello. This is a test of the Arby's Twilight podcast. This is a test of the Arby's Twilight podcast. This is a test of the Arby's Twilight podcast. This is a test of the Arby's Twilight podcast. Okay, so there, there you have... Um, what were we talking about before all of this? Oh man, I don't know. Oh yeah, well we're supposed to, we're supposed to talk about two different things on this podcast, uh, two topics, three things: Twilight the movies, Twilight the books, and Twilight. No, and and RB's the playlist. Oh, man, I am okay. So anyway, uh, very excited about. Um, what am I excited about? Little little kitty is coming over here to, to see what all these wires is, to see what all these wires is. Hey, kitty. Hey, kitty. How are you? Hey, kitty. Hey, kitty. Go take a poo. Um, say that because the litter box is right by my feet. Okay, um... Also, the other thing that's probably uh, not making this a great literal... Not not literal. Literal is actually not the right word in this moment. Um, that's not making this the, the most objective of tests for this kind of thing right now. Is that um, I am not... These mics aren't necessarily all placed in the proper place for ideally using them um and i also i just learned what gain staging is about three weeks ago which is a very important part of sound recording so had i known that i probably would have been able to actually create better audio all the way up until now but that's okay um because you go to war with the weapons you have, not the ones you want. Uh, saying by, I remember, some Gulf War, Desert Storm type saying. Uh, yeah, why are we talking? This is not an audio podcast. No, well, I mean, it, the podcast is audio, but it's not supposed to be talking about audio. But I guess that's just the thing that is exciting me now. Also,. Um, there is no video component. And I've said again that we're, we, I don't think we're ever going to do the video component for this podcast mostly because I am far too lazy. We, if we look at the history of how, how many times have I struggled to even just turn on the audio recorder for the week? Well, uh, this week you did four. This, this week I did four. I know. And that's, that's the shame that the amount of effort that I put in is not, it, it would be so much better if I could consistently put in a little bit of effort every week instead of some days putting in no effort and some days putting in massive amounts of effort You always put in a little bit of effort every time. Even when you're putting
1: in massive amounts. Sometimes I put put in in
0: fourteen seconds of effort. But you know what? You're right. You always
1: put in a little
0: I remember what I wanted to talk about though. I learned the most beautiful thing. Sometimes on this podcast we talk about emotional things and relationship things. Uh, so Katie and I have been watching game changer which is a, a fantastic game show from Dropout TV from the people that brought you college humor and stuff. And I, we heard some really beautiful stuff, but there was something that just incredibly stuck out to me, and I had to bring it to this podcast because it's, it's something where I truly learned something new. And it may be helpful going forward in my life. Little backstory for those of you that are not familiar with what this is. Um, she introduced me to the idea of Game Changer a long time ago. It was a it did, a lot of the clips make it onto social media. Game Changer is a game show where they sort of make up a different game every episode. But the the uh, the thing, one of the things that I really like about this show is that sometimes that the, okay, so the host absolutely is in control of the show. Uh, we even tried watching a different show that was a game show on Dropout app and I enjoyed it. It was, it was very cool. It gave me a lot of great ideas. Um, I want to say the Game Changer is like 5 out of 5. The other one, uh, what was the name of, of the uh, Um Actually? Um, actually. <laughs> I'm going to give that like a 3 out of 5 because conceptually it's great and it has a lot of great moments. It's more niche. My problem with the host, who and I like the host, but he,
1: Changer, he right?
0: doesn't own. He's great as a participant. He shouldn't be a host because he he didn't take command of his game the much I uh, want. And my example is like the the rules are very very fluid.
1: So he should. watch another.
0: I, I would absolutely watch yeah. watch more because I would like to. Say, I,
1: I'm, just, I'm not saying that like oh well you don't know I'm just like saying
0: that like maybe we didn't give him a good
1: enough show because like, we did just see him high energy as the, a
0: the Fallon uh, I did not like him when he started hosting and he got a lot better to me after several years and part of that is it, it, uh, you learn you learn the format of the show that you're put in charge of it's, it's very different being a contestant to being a host but I like um, the guy that runs Game Changer is really good because he like if there's ever a dull moment he grabs, He let. He gives the contestants room to really be the entertainment, but he does not have a problem changing the rules or making a call on the spot to make it make sense or adjust the points as they go, which was my only one problem. Okay, so anyway, I'm just giving you that backstory. That, that and it me. also
1: seems like there's a chance that he picks the contestants based on their strengths.
0: I think so because. Why do you
1: think I picked you three? At the uh, the
0: improv musical one we watched, apparently all three of those people are from the fully improv musical, show. Yeah. So it's definitely people that are more that com- that he knows are comfortable um, making up songs in in the style of that. So anyway, we've watched a couple different episodes and some of them are really fun because they're most of them are somewhat legitimate games. But I've really enjoyed a couple episodes because they were basically setting up different content... Oh, my goodness. Tiny Cat is being hilarious. Leaping on the burrito. Leaping on a burrito. Now she is getting so crazy. So there's... Yes, like one of the episodes, uh, there was a mystery rule. And one of the guys... Um, who is far and away one of the most talented people he's he's sort of like another white version of wayne brady right uh who is sort of one of the ringers from the show um their their secret rule was he was not allowed to win no matter what happened and so the whole show was set so that was the hilarious thing that basically they keep playing they keep playing and it was all set up so there was another
1: oh it's a win you to win, you had to guess what the rule was. Yes. And you had to take go back behind the curtain. Uh
0: huh. So then, the, so we just watched another one that, in a similar way, wasn't really about the actual accumulation of points. Uh, it and it started off, it had a wild premise. All right. So they kept doing sad things, and they were counting how many times the contestant cried. They all they they. Put gave each contestant 10 points and then uh, they started taking away points every time they did something sad if the person And cried.
1: the first one was an onion so they mm-hmm. thought it was going to be like that kind of base. They said it yeah. like really nice. I really like that because it was just like um, you lose a point if you can't do this or something or if you cry or whatever. It's yeah. like chop an onion and so that's so hilarious like misdirection for me. It was like,
0: it was it wonderful cuz yeah. it cuz it because it came it um it got more and more absurd but then they actually started getting them really emotional and and about halfway into me understanding how it was working I get then I got uncomfortable because I'm like oh man this is like too much but then it became clear that uh again this was another episode that was sort of set up to but but in a different way instead of to like play a prank on someone it was to give them um, somebody's wedding had been cancelled or uh, this is probably a spoiler alert but uh, if you follow if you listen to a podcast that's solely talking about Arby's and Twilight the movies and books you probably don't keep up with this kind of stuff enough to care about what I'm giving away so anyway this one was basically set up um, Some one of the contestants had had their wedding plans cancelled because of 2020 and the pandemic, and, and all the other staff and stuff, and their friends uh, had not been able to basically attend or throw them the in-person wedding they want. I think I, I sort—I didn't 100% follow the uh, backstory in that way, but I got—I got enough of the idea. So, some of the things that were meant to make the contestants cry was was different. Um, friends had written letters. Or came out to give small speeches that would have been at a wedding but they sort of hadn't given away the thing so let me talk about I don't remember these these performers names but there was one person that came out and the the letter that they read I'm gonna paraphrase because I don't remember but it was it was an amazing concept these are all comedy writers basically and he he comes out and he's like oh my goodness uh when I first met you I thought we had a similar sense of humor and I just loved it and I thought you were a great writer and stuff and then he goes into this idea he goes what I realized were was that you are this amazing talking to the contestant uh empathetic person that finds a way to speak to people in the way that they can best understand And so his interpretation of them having a similar sense of humor was maybe not actually so much of like a mimicry, but her talking to him in the way that he could best understand. This is an amazing concept to me. It's something that I want to learn and i think it's very relevant for for myself and some of the things that are going on in life right now too because i know i think i think many times i have thought oh this this person has a similar sense of humor and understanding and that makes us wonderful friends and compatible and i'm when i heard This guy's realization, it actually, um, it's it's even more incredible to me, and it's a lesson that I desperately need, need to learn, that maybe important people that I am drawn to, like, full part-time podcast co-hosts are just such amazingly kind people that the things that I see in them that I feel drawn to are not as simple and superficial as a random distribution of Personal characteristics it's not just the luckiness of hey we happen to have these same pathways fire that make connections in similar ways but in fact there is such a kindness and love given that it translates into me hearing what I need to hear and seeing what I need to see and being given the things that I need to feel myself and that is a concept that I am in the process of very hard trying to understand more but I've definitely benefited from getting to hear it in a way that I have never heard it before. And I'm really excited about that. That this very funny show that has, um, you know, it could be very superficial at times, but I think that I may have learned a really important thing that if I'm able to fully understand and digest will make my life a lot better and a lot more rewarding. And I feel very fortunate because part of the reason that that came up was because I want to say similar senses of humor and appreciation for similar things but also maybe even more than that maybe it's not just similar sense of humor but it's somebody really really understanding who I am even more than they know they understand who I am. And I hope I can be that, too. And I hope I can learn to be that, too. Because I think a lot, of, a lot of people stop too soon and think that they've found things and then they don't work on making them even more better and special. And this is an amazing opportunity that I have to have a lesson like this and to learn that maybe we can be some of the greatest people ever. Not that everybody can't be these kind of people but just taking the time to do these kind of things is important and possible. And I think that this is the kind of thing that if um Edward and Bella had taken that opportunity to really figure themselves out that you wouldn't have had five movies with four of them absolutely falling apart because what is a movie? What is a story? It is a conflict, right? Um, you could have just had progress and progress and progress, but no, you have characters that uh, throw, throw problems in their way, because their love was based on such superficialness. It was physical attraction. It was wanting to run from things that they thought that they didn't want to be a part of. It was looking for things to fill uh, gaps and things they were missing. And what they really should have been doing is finding those people that are all the all the parts of communication um so eventually i guess i guess it worked out for them and i think that is
1: Did you tell them they got married by Bob the fucking drag queen?
0: What what? You. I love you. Um. Uh, Edward and Bella, I think, just got married by their uh, preacher or something. I was I d-
1: talking about in Game
0: Changer. Oh yes. Yeah. Well, I was talking about how those lessons apply to Twilight.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I had to pee, so I missed that. Morning. That's okay. It's okay. It's important, see? It's important to have the context. It is.
0: Uh, it is. That's why I asked. Um, so, anyway...
1: Sorry.
0: Yeah, I think that's an important thing for everybody to think about, and an important thing to look, look in your lives, and look at all your relationships, and... Um, Think about those things. Are we being drawn to things that we see ourselves in, or are we being drawn to things where we are seeing true, true listening and processing and connecting with? Much like the way a analog audio signal gets transferred into a digital signal transported along a cable and then put into an interface where it is later processed into a podcast. And did I tell you all that this is a very special episode? uh, episode? This is the first episode. This is the first episode of the Twilight Arby's podcast, the only podcast that I know solely devoted to talking about Twilight, the books, Twilight, the movies, and Arby's, the restaurant. Um... So, not only that, this is part 9 of our special 30-parter first episode. And I want to thank you all so much for tuning in this week. Uh, Tune in next week and every week as long as we keep doing this for all the latest on... Okay, this this is the last test we're going to do right now because I'm actually talking to these things in the correct way. So, here we have... Wireless uh, number one. Welcome to the Twilight Arby's Playcast. 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 Playcast. And thank you for tuning in this week and every week, as long as we keep doing this, for all the latest on Twilight the Movies, Twilight the Books, and Arby's The Restaurant. And uh, and I think that's good for us. uh, And let, let me know which way you would like to hear this in the future or if you would not like to hear this. Uh, We'll definitely not be recording on 50 million different sources next week. But we did it this week and I appreciate your time. So until next time, we will see it down the road and Excelsior.
1: He's forward. kind of crazy. She's a little insane.
0: He, he, Seppi Verdi. He
1: really messes with his brain. What is...
0: Is the daughter of divorced parents.
1: The earth is dead. That's why it's so oh, messed up in the head. It's a...
0: Twilight Arby's.
1: Play cast.